Hey, Becca. Hey, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fine. So, you know, you'd think it's a wonder after a year of being fully technologically inept or adept, I should know what I'm doing, but I still get confused sometimes. Well, is inept like uh, 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 actually what's going on or are you adept at this point? I, I'm not sure. Okay. I, mean, I think they play off of each other. <laughs> it depends on the day, I think. It totally. depends on what's happening in your life, right? That's exactly right. So what's new with you, speaking of happening in lives? Well, I am going on a forced sabbatical tomorrow, which is, you know what, it's it's needed. It's much needed. I think I need a, a forced, um, you know, day of rest. Let's just put it that way. It'll be good. Well, most people, when they go on a forced day of rest, they go to the spa or something. You're <laughs> choosing surgery to get out of work. So there's a bigger underlying issue here. You uh, might tell our, our listeners what's happening. I, yeah, I think it's not a bad idea. I might actually do this once a year. I'm just going to find a surgery that I need to have or choose to have and just, you know, go under the knife. I, I, no, actually, it's fine. I'm fine. So if anybody act, cares, that it, uh, I'm, it's not because there's anything wrong. I'm choosing to get my eyeballs sanded off um, so that I can see. Um, it's called PRK. For those of you in uh, in the eyeball world, um, it's not LASIK. LASIK is a much simpler uh, procedure. I don't have the right eyeballs for LASIK, so it's not that quick recovery. Um, this happens to be a little bit more complicated, not super complicated. I'm going to be fine, but I have to have uh, bandages on my eyes. It's a little longer recovery. So I'm taking a forced sabbatical. I'll be back in the office. I'm taking a week off, which will be good for me. Um, I haven't had a, a break for a while, so it'll be good. My only concern, I have, I have my out of office ready to go. I, everyone will be calling you by the way, Chris, um, I have your direct line. <laughs> it's in my out of office. It's, they're only going to be calling you. Excellent. And, um, and then, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, and then I will, uh, have a little bit of a break and then I'll be back on the 22nd. I'm excited. We have some new people joining our team, which is really exciting. We can't really talk about yet, um, who, because, you know, as in real estate, you can't count on the check until it has actually been deposited in the bank account. Um, but uh, I'm excited about some new team members that are coming along, which is really, really exciting. And, um, you know, it's a new day. Spring is coming, right? Yep. Yeah, good. I, well, I'm glad you're doing that. I know you've, you've worn glasses or contacts for a super long time. Yep. Um, I, I looked into it just because I have old lady eyes now and I'm not a candidate. But I just was so shocked when you told me about this PRK and how you have to wear bandages. I'm very concerned. Our listeners can see this concern. I'm very concerned that you're going to be bumping around in the dark because you sent your husband away on a trip so that he wouldn't bother you. And yes. I'm just wondering how you're going to do daily things. That's, you've yeah. thought about this, I guess. This is an accurate statement. I'm sending him away uh, to Palm Springs to go golf because um, for those of you who are married to someone who has ADHD, you can relate uh, possibly to this. Um, no offense to our ADHD, uh, folks uh, who are listening. We need you in our lives. We love you. Um, I of course adore my husband. Um, but if I'm laying in the bed and need to be laying in the bed to rest, he will be driving me absolutely bonkers nuts because he will want to be active and I will be needing to rest and he will just drive me crazy. So 
I'm sending him away. He's going to go golf. He's going to have a great time. And I, like I told you, if I have to like crawl to the bathroom to like pee in the shower, like I will do that. It's fine. Um, I, I will be blind. I don't care. Like I'd much rather like have to like Siri call my kids, right. <laughs> to have them bring me food than deal with his frenetic energy that I can't do anything with, uh, next to me. Right. Like, no, nope, no, thank you. I cannot handle it. It will give me so much anxiety um, that I'd just rather be alone. So it, it'll be good. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. My oldest son is going to come over. He said he'll come over, watch movies, and talk, tell me what's happening in the movie. Well, I can't watch. <laughs> well, we're, we're all obviously giving you good good vibes, and you're going to come back vibrant and rested and uh, with better vision. So it's going to be great. I know. I'm excited about that. I have been wearing contacts since I was in seventh grade. I won't tell you how many years that is because then you'll be able to tell how old I am, but that's a really long time. That is a long time. You're still a lot younger than a lot of us, so I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> um, okay, well, we have our special guest has entered the, the waiting room. Amazing. So I'm really excited today that we get to have Ann Pearson join us. Um, Ann is somebody who, if you know Ann, um, she immediately makes an impression on you as a person and in your heart. Um, I've been able to work with Ann for about 13 years now. She was an agent, one of the top agents at the first office I managed. I knew nothing. And she graciously accepted me. And um, we've had a, a great relationship since. Wonderful. Well, I I only had the pleasure of meeting Anne when she joined Compass, but she made a big impression on me and she will make a big impression on you. Let's welcome her into the show. That sounds good. There she is. Hello. Is it morning still? There we go. <laughs> welcome. It's close enough. Welcome, Anne. Look at you. You have your Compass shirt on. We now have matching hair when we met. You didn't have, your hair didn't match my hair, but now we have matching hair. This is so great. It's great. And I'm sitting in the white wall room. I see we have like a little yellow. So we're there in our- we go. Room. For a little yellow yeah. Very good. Well, thank you, Anne, for joining us today. We were just um, chit-chatting a little bit about how um, when I first cut my teeth in management, you were uh, one of the top agents um, at that office that I had joined and I knew nothing. And you graciously um, supported and accepted me. And I've had this wonderful opportunity to work with you. And one of the greatest things about coming back, coming to Compass for me, honestly, was to be able to reconnect with some of the people that I'd got to work with in the past. I think when I left, I was with John L. Scott for a period of time. And when I left John L. Scott to go back to Windermere, it was uh, the di most difficult professional decision I had made. Um, because of the connections I had made with people like with you and and obviously we know that that was a great crew there. So um, I've always appreciated you and I, I said to for anybody that knows Anne from the time you made her she makes an impression on you and in your heart and I truly believe and, and Oh, how kind of you. Thank you. True. Well, I, uh, I respect you tremendously and I remember when I was uh, coming to Compass and I saw you in one of the rooms being interviewed. It was a secret yet if you were joining or not. And my fingers and toes were crossed. <laughs> well, thank you. And yeah. back, you, you met Anne early on, right? 
I met Anne, I believe the first or second day that she joined us and in the in the WeWork in Lincoln Square. And I had never, you know, met Anne before. And and she and I had this amazing conversation just about life. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, as we were bringing her in, um, Anne makes an impression. She's a genuinely wonderful, warm human being. And if you have a chance to get to know her, please spend time and get to know her. But I, um, I was... Uh, I was brand new and and did not have the relationships with the agents that Chris had, right? So I had come on uh, to Compass a couple of months prior to Chris, but Chris had these relationships with all these big agents um, because many of them had been her agents prior or had been East Side agents and Chris was an East Side manager. I was a West Side manager, but really didn't have the, the depth of relationships. So all of these agents were really brand new to me. And so I kind of uh, stepped into like just learning all of these new agents, right? And Anne was one of those uh, new agents to me. And so it was such a wonderful conversation. And uh, and I just really respect you and have had such a wonderful, warm relationship with you since then. And I just have such a high level of respect for you. So. Thank you again for joining us today. And we're excited to learn more about you. Well, goodness, I feel like I just got two big boosts and um, I'm good. Let's go now. <laughs> you just both made my uh, year, I think. And this is a tough year. This has been uh, hard on everybody. But to hear that kind of kind kindness, I really appreciate it. Well, I remember meeting you too, Becca, and uh, I think we started hugging immediately. Mm -hmm. And I, I missed that opportunity because it is a supportive, genuine relationship that we were able to establish right off the bat. Yeah, super helpful and professional, of course, but good connection. So I'm very lucky to have you two important people in my life and my career. Well, we, we feel lucky. Thank you. Um, so we want our listeners to know a little bit more about how just how much we love more than just that we love you and, <laughs> that and how, how special we think you are. But, you know, your journey was um, you you can tell it, but where you started and where you've been. So we want to hear a little bit about your journey and what got you to Compass and what really made you make a decision that honestly, you were a pioneer from the company that you were at to come to to us. I do believe you were the first agent um, from that past company that joined Compass and you you joined us as a founding broker. So you're very early on. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I was not looking to move. I'm very loyal, very loyal, uh, loyalty in my business with my clients, with the people I've worked with. I've had the same transaction coordinator for 22 years. So very loyal, loyal is an important integrity item for me. And I was very happy with where I was. I had no reason to leave. Um, one of the things early, well, maybe 15 years ago, I um, realized that a lot of the traditional brokerages were about bringing in new agents. And there was a lot of focus on helping them learn the business. And when I participated in that, I always uh, learned something myself. You know, when you teach, you, you learn more than you teach kind of thing and um but i i was missing the lateral support you know once you got to a certain level there were just a couple people that i could reach out to and my mentor getting in the business sally greg she was there and she 
propped me up and held me up for a long time. Um, but it was important to me to have a dialogue, a collaborative environment and dialogue with other agents that were doing the same level of business and had the same kind of goals I did. So we had to go outside of the company to create that. And I was a founder in that um, group and having that need. So when Robert was pestering me, <laughs> and I think I had to go to three interviews with him, I, I didn't get it. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't jump away from the comfort and the loyalty I had until he said to me finally, Anne, if I can guarantee you that level of collaboration and all those people that you talk about that you want to be with, if they're going to be here with Encompass with you, would you make the leap? And I said, yeah. You can guarantee me that I'm all in <laughs> mm -hmm. and he was true to his word and uh, so joining compass was a very it was very challenging for me uh, because everything was different and uh, um, I'm very academic minded so I thought I had to relearn everything uh, which was a mistake Fortunately, my assistant said, let's just go back to doing what we've always done and know, and we'll pick things up little by little as we go. And that changed things so we could get back to work. But at first, I was so excited with everything. I wanted to change everything up. And that, that just caused chaos for me. Yeah, I think um, a couple things you hit on. So we call that the, um, that was Operation Breakfast Club. So that, that was what that group was called. And I do believe today out of, I don't remember how many initial uh, members you guys had, but there are several of them that have joined Compass. The majority. The majority. Yeah, so that group went defunct anyway because you weren't getting that cross. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I, I think that, that was a good move. And I think Robert was smart in that way. And that's probably the secret to Compass's success, right? Is surrounding yourself with people that you can always reach out to. Um, and get a better perspective. So um, if, if you were to look at your business uh, from pre-Compass to post-Compass, what would you say was the, is the biggest change that you could identify in your business? So the other incentive I had for coming to Compass was my son, Alex, who's now a business partner. And um, dealing with uh, my children as adults and as their um, group all became home buyers and home sellers, I realized that the world was really changing different, you know, rapidly. And he said to me, if you don't get on in front of this, you're, you're not going to be able to keep going with the business. And I thought that was very wise. And Compass has really allowed that to happen. So if I was planning to just go into quiet retirement, I could sit still. But, you know, the, we're in an evolving world and uh, all the changes required a fresh approach and uh, having the tools and the presence that I wasn't able to do by myself easily. And uh, Compass does it beautifully. So I, I would say that was the key piece. I think for me, that's been a key piece too. It's so fun to see. I know you, most of you all know my husband is in the business and my son is in the business. And actually, I believe Blake, my son and your son, we, they both worked at John L. Scott for the same person as an assistant at different times. 
Um, and then <laughs> Alex kind of grow up along with Blake in this business. And now to see how he's fitting into your business. Um, I think at first it was Rocky because you have Carol who is all Carol and we, Carol runs Anne and tells her just like she said, we're going to just pull back the basics and we're just director, director of operations. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, she is, you know, she's one of those irreplaceable people. And then to have Alex come That's in, who's going to kick up the dirt a little bit with his motorcycle wheel. Um, how has that evolved your guys's relationship? Um, as a trio. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yesterday we had a uh, knockdown, drag out fight of opinion, different opinion. And he was certain of his stance. I was certain of my stance and I pulled the boss card. That did not go over very well. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and today uh, he called me, it's his day off, but he, he took time to call and he said, wow, you know, we really had a knockdown drag out, but look at us. We hugged at the end. Uh, we're, we really got something from each other. I mean, we really are very, very lucky that we've got an adult relationship today. You know, when Alex started years ago, like 12 years ago in the business, we made a decision as a family that let's stay family and stay in love with each other. Maybe we shouldn't work together right now. And he went out and spent 10 years uh, with great success in the sales industry and um, all of the tech in industry. So when he came back now, he's a grown up man and he's humbled. Uh, and I, I hear wonderful, you know, it's just a whole different relationship. So it's very, you know, if collaboration's my word for the day, we're definitely collaborating together. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a real gift, very lucky. That's really special. I mean, I know there are a lot of uh, teams, family teams, and some dynamics work and some dynamics struggle. Um, but I think it, you know, there's an evolution in time, right? And and I think having uh, boundaries set up, expectations that are set up in advance is really, really important, right? And maintaining the, hey, we're family first, you know, and this, this let's stay in love. That's the most important thing. It's, that's, right. a, that's a great comment. Your business is up though. Let's talk about that. Your business is up year over year. We're looking at, you know, 22%, give or take. What would you attribute your success over the last year? Um, anything in particular? Have you done anything different? Have you added anything in to your business um, over the last year? And um, what has made this last year special? Um. So great question. That's a really big question. And I think um, when I think about Compass, uh, I think what's happened is I'm no longer fighting to understand how it all fits together. It's very easy. Today, for example, I came in and I was doing an old style market analysis, which means I'll print it out, you know, kill a tree, take the big book with me. And I choose to do that for certain clients. And, but, um, you know, the CMA that I use online and with Compass keeps updating, keeps getting a fresh look. And today I was looking at it and I was like, wow, this is fantastic. I mean, this just improved. And in the, maybe a year ago, if that had happened, I would have been a little startled. Wait a minute, do I want it to go this way? I would have had to study it, change it. 
now I just accept it. It's, um, it's like, I know we're going to keep changing it. I know it's going to keep getting better. And I've learned to adjust to that. So I think that's probably the key difference uh, from this year to last year that I'm, um, I'd like to say I'm more relaxed. I doubt anybody else would agree with that, but I, I'm more accepting of all the change that changes the norm. Interesting. So you've kind of accepted the fact that change is the norm for Compass. That's right? correct. Whereas three years ago, change was scary. Oh, hard, 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 hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and for, for many of our, and many of our founding agents and Chris and I, you know, we sat across from all of you and it was challenging for all of us. And of course, three years ago, we know there wasn't a CMA, right? We That's were, right. you know, there were so many things that weren't working and so many things that were, we struggled with. Um, but now it seems like, okay, we know that change is going to come and you look at it and we flow, you're flowing with it, which sounds really amazing. That's, that's really great to hear. Flow is a good word. I like that. I think you, you captured that. Yes. You're in flow. What about advice for someone who's getting into the business? Because you've, you're in, you're now in flow, you're in flow, right? You've, you've accepted these changes. You've been in the business a long, long time. And at some point, you know, my guess is that Alex is going to be taking over, you know, and I hope so. You, you know, and, right. and move on to another season. What about somebody who's just starting out? What advice would you give to somebody who's who's really, you know, getting their feet wet? And maybe they're new at Compass. Um, maybe they've been in the business a couple of years, but they don't they don't have all the experience that you have. What would you what advice would you give to someone newer in the business? You know, I don't know that it would be dramatically different than the advice I would have given 22 years ago. Um, this isn't something that you have to reinvent the wheel on. And I think that once you decide um, some basic parameters of how you want to do business, which of course is overwhelming when you're new, you know, which path to take. Uh, but once I, I think it took me about six months. So give yourself a lot of grace. And after about six months, I understood that, you know, I came into the business, a uh, mother, a wife, I, my kids were in middle school, and so I had a full schedule already, and I decided I was going to work relationally, and once I made a commitment to that, um, very quickly, in six months, I reached the financial goals that I set, which were high, and I was able to reach that because I was able to let go of the other stuff, you know, focus in on how, what made sense to me as a business strategy. And, you know, I've had a business coach the entire time I've been in business. I will, uh, I will always have a business coach. And that coach and that coaching call uh, every two weeks just reminds me to stay on track, that don't reinvent the wheel. So I think that that would be the biggest piece of advice that I had to anybody coming into to Compass or new in the uh, business that you know, you're right with the way you do it. It's okay. We all do it a little bit different. And I think the other thing that's been very helpful for me and um, I'm happy to share is that there's enough for everybody. This is not a competitive business against one another. There really is enough for everybody. I know that if, you know, I listened to uh, Brett Butler's interview and, and I love Brett. 
and I know that he is Mr. Woodenville, and so I understand that there you can be a neighborhood person, and then you feel like there's not. But even then, you could have you know a dozen Woodenville agents, and Brett will still shine in his area of expertise. I'm I'm a believer that there's enough for all of us, and the better we communicate together and help one another, especially as professionals uh, in the industry, the better it is for everybody. Yeah. Is there anything you would do differently in your business if you were to rewind the clock? Gosh, you're asking really good questions. Um, there are a lot of things I would do differently, but I think I, I lucked out with some good instincts. Becoming in as a grown-up, uh, one of my instincts was to hook in with Sally Gregg, who had a very successful business. She was relational. And I, I, I heard someone say, don't reinvent it, just go forward. And I thought, that's smart. You know, she knows what she's doing. I'm going to imitate until I can personalize myself. And I think that was a good instinct. Um, I think I've been trusting because I came in as a grown-up and I understood that people want to be uh, heard. So I listened, I listened carefully. And I think that's one of the things that I do for my clients is that I listen well. And, um, you know, just basic things like that that um, it helped me move forward rather than telling you all of the terrible things that I, I did wrong. Um, you know, for instance, I did zip codes and I, you know, tried all these different things. You know, it wasn't for me. It might work for somebody else, but I was able to, uh, my instincts were, yeah, that doesn't match you, Anne, so don't do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hear you saying you found something that was purposeful for you, right? So there was a why and there was a purpose behind what it was that you chose, right? So for yeah. you, relationship development and relationship business building matched your personality, right? right. So we have people that, you know, they they make their living, you know, on, on Zillow leads and it matches their personality because they have no problem answering the phone and working a lead and turning somebody into a buyer or whatever it is. But for you, it sounds like, you know, the relationship building part was just congruent with who you are and you found somebody as a mentor who was doing that in their business and you just, you, you went to the R and D department, right? The rip off and duplicate, right? Like, like just <laughs> do what they do. Don't reinvent the wheel, just match it and go out and build your own business that way. Right? That's, That's right. That's what I hear you saying. Yeah. So I think it's an internal compass, you know, if everybody can kind of be real with themselves about what they, you know, what feels good for them, what they're good at. You know, I used to stay up the first year I was in real estate. I used to be in the office at midnight trying to put my files together. We had everything was paper and just it was a nightmare because I'm not designed to do that. And so my goal was to get an assistant as soon as possible because I knew someone else had to do that piece. I, and like, you know, the transaction coordinator, I've had her for 22 years. I'll never not have her because she's brilliant at that. And I don't, I'm not brilliant at that. So there's so many things I don't do well that you have to do in the business, but I'm happy for somebody else to do them. So, so I also hear you saying acknowledging where you don't have strengths. 
right? So it's okay to acknowledge where you maybe aren't as great or saying, listen, smart people can do lots of things, right? So you, you went in and said, okay, I'm going to still try and do these things, but the minute I can afford it or the minute I can make this happen, I'm going to hire someone else. I'm going to create leverage for myself. I'm going to hire that piece out and have somebody else who loves doing it. Cause there, by the way, there are people that love putting files together. Absolutely. And it's not Thankfully. you and it's not me. Right. 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 Thank God there are people out yeah. there that love putting files together. We need those people. Right. Yes. And, and maximize those strengths in, and, and so that you can go out and sell more business because right. you create more relationships, right? Because you putting a file together at midnight, you're not maximizing your strengths. Oh. Now you're tired, right? That's exactly right. Yes, that's exactly right. Well, really listening arduous task, right? It's just like, this is so ridiculous when you shine in front of people. So I, I do think the leverage is key. And I, I think we've, that has been an underlying theme for a lot of these interviews is finding things that you're really great at focusing on those and then really getting out of your own way, right? Absolutely. I'm not going to do that. There's a, so there's a couple things before we get to the fun stuff. You probably saw Brett's if you watched that. We always have to ask a little fun stuff, but I have a couple, a couple things. A couple points I took out is give yourself grace right? Yes. Give yourself grace, which I think it equivalates also to space, like create some space for you to really get in the right place of what you're doing. And yes. it's okay to, to make excuses for yourself or to give yourself the time to shine, right? Um, be in flow. That, I think that goes across all levels, all areas of our life, our personal or professional, whatever that looks like. And then embrace change, right? If we could just simply take change in our daily life and let it be, can you imagine how our life would change? How yeah. much more calm we would be? I was like, that for me was just like, oh my gosh, she's just going to let it be. Like, <laughs> it's okay. Incredible. That was my, that was my favorite thing you said. So thank you. Yeah, thank um, you. All right. And then one last question before the fun stuff is, there's a ton of layers to you, Anne, and I, I, I've got to know you a bit personally and professionally, but I want you to tell us something about you that we would not know. Oh, that's easy. So I spent 17 years in Japan. I'm bilingual Japanese. Uh, my kids were born there. Uh, I used to be an academic and my field that prepared me for real estate success was um, cross-cultural analysis of childbirth practices. So probably if you want to be successful, you should go back to school and study cross-cultural analysis of childbirth practices. <laughs> I love it. And you also, you're, you have your captain's license to, to navigate yeah. large boats. That's um, true. Yeah. And, and it's a passion. Up and Anne was always the captain of the ship. Right. right. Yeah. Very proud of that. It's very unusual. Um, but yeah, I'm a water baby. And uh, we've right now we spend a lot of time crabbing, uh, salmon fishing, halibut fishing, gathering oysters and mussels. We have a wonderful, wonderful place on the Olympic coast. And uh, it's the it's where I get filled up. So I have to get to the water all the time. I love it. 
Well, many layers to you. So we're gonna we're gonna jump to some of the fun stuff here. So four okay. quick questions: uh, wine or liquor? Probably tea, but I've recently. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a really big herbal tea drinker, but I recently um, learned a little bit about scotch and found out that it was low calorie and uh, very effective when it's been a hard, hard day. Yes. <laughs> It's good to learn and other times it's not. <laughs> um, okay, sweet or savory? Savory. I'm a salty girl and do not bring chips into my sight. Okay. <laughs> Favorite time of year? <laughs> um, you know, I love the seasons. One of the reasons we live here is that we have the seasons. So I have to admit that I don't have one singular favorite time of year. It's the change of the seasons that I love, just like the change of the weather. We were very lucky to have big views in our home, our family home, and watching the weather change all day long is one of the great gifts of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, agreed. Um, your favorite indulgence? Water. I just bought two more kayaks and I have cool kayak racks. Any way to get out on the water is wonderful for me. Love it. Okay, and if money was no object, what would you do? Um, I'm at a stage in my life that, you know, I'm a grandmother and I have another grandbaby coming, coming along. And I'm at a stage at life that if money was no object, I would love to be able to continue working probably still in real estate, but in something bigger where I was able to help have an impact on more people. Um, you know, we're so lucky to be alive today where we are with medicine and technology and it's easy to lose sight of that. And when I think about how hard this past year has been on everybody, I think, you know, one of the great things that happens as you get older is you have a little bit of wisdom, I hope, and somehow being able to take some of that wisdom and, and sharing it on and some kind of platform. I don't know if it's going to be writing or what it's going to be, but spending more time figuring out how to, you know, help progress in a human way is uh, what I would like to be able to do. So, and it may be through real estate. I love real estate. Well. That was, uh, I think that was, it was so much wisdom and just passion and caring and love and you're in this interview. I, I loved it. Um, I think that concludes our questions. I think from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you for spending your time with us. Thank you for being a part of Compass and sharing all that you do share with us and uh, you're greatly appreciated. Thank you to both of you. Thank you, you so much. Thank you thank so much. And thanks for persevering and hanging in there all these years and for staying <laughs> slow. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Right, okay. See you later. Take care. Right, bye. Bye. Okay. What'd you think of that? I mean, she's just got so much wisdom and she's so, um, she, I mean, she's so calm. She's got such a sweet, uh, calm spirit about her you know, and, uh, she's got, I mean, listen, anybody can learn from her. Right. Yeah. Uh, she really, yeah. But something about her is, is, uh, is she carries an impact or an infectiousness about her. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it is probably just that genuine kindness, you know, and we never know. And I, 
I know we talk about this all the time. We don't know what people's stories are. And if you ever get to know Anne, she's got a pretty incredible story. Uh, I think that's where her kindness and wisdom and all of these things come from is, you know, you don't, you don't get up if you get not, if you never get knocked down. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She's a really special lady. If you uh, get a chance to get to know Anne, uh, please do. You can also send her a message. Uh, uh, she's, she's in the compass uh, uh, contacts list. Um, she's at the Braeburn office. Um, she's one of Chris's agents. So reach out to her. Um, thank her for doing this podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, she's just a really neat lady. So we are very, very lucky to have her and Carol and Alex. Um, and uh, yeah, what a great show. So thanks, Chris, as always. Same to you. It was wonderful. Uh, same time next week. Yes, ma'am. All right, everybody. See you. Thanks for joining. Thanks so much. Bye.